here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Okay, I'll turn the local televisions off. I've got two TVs off. And uh, I saw you, Marcy. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, we've got various people calling in today to help us uh, with the uh, show. And they're all calling in and flipping on and off. I don't know what that's about. Uh, if they only heard music. So, guys. This is Cosmos Multiverse, Quadrants, UFO Secret Space Talk with Susan, Marcy, and TJ, three women. And uh, let me see if I can't get them on here. wonder why that one went to – hold on. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Let me oh, – hi, is this uh, Susan or Marcy? Susan. <laughs> I don't know Susan. Susan. Hi, TJ. Okay. Oh, Marcy. Hey, we're three girls today. TJ, Susan, Marcy. Okay, good. We've got at least three women here, real strong women that all have ET part of reality, we hope. And uh, we've uh, Marcy and Susan, I'll let y'all introduce you, but let's get started, folks, because this is going to be, oh, we got other people coming, calling in. Oh, my God, I think this is Richard. <laughs> Richard, did you call in too? I guess. Oh my God, the witch is a weird world. Okay, Okay, well, yay. Okay, well, let me put Richard's name up here. Okay, everybody, I guess. So let me take panel off and put Richard. 
Okay, let me put, okay. Well, okay, the whole game here, Susan, Richard, Marcy, and I don't think Marcy and Susan have worked together on this show. So Susan, uh, let's start with you because everybody knows me and Richard and probably Marcy, but you haven't been on like in the ages, Susan. So sort of tell uh, everybody a little about you because we're live recording. Go ahead. Um, code name Susan Signal. Up there in Musvatari, I fly off different highly advanced navigational systems. I'm also appointed to several councils, the Council of Under Cygnus, the Taurus Council, the Multiverse Council, and the Council of Arfact and Arfact and the Universe. Um, also, I guess I'm Fleet Commander. And that said, as far as my Terran identity, I'm a homebody that grows plants and um, has some technical degrees in science and had a technical career. That's it. Awesome. I think that's good enough, Susan. Thank you. Uh, Susan's a friend of ours for probably in many other levels in the ancient universes, and we're going to have that kind of talk today, but it won't be hard for Richard or Marcy. They're used to me by now. Okay, Marcy, you go next since you called in next. Richard doesn't, I don't care. Go ahead, Marcy. Give them an idea who you are. Hi, my name is Marcy. I do energy sound. Um, I do a lot do of like. Lot of what? TJ, do you say something? No. We're quiet. Okay. I don't hear anything. Okay. So I do, one of the things that I've been working a lot is quantum entanglement. I do sound. I, I work with the ancient ones. I work with many different higher beings. They come in through me and they do sound and vibrations. Um, I'm a medic intuitive. I do energy work. I've written books on different channeling with the masters and pretty much healing. I'm clairaudient, clairvoyant, clairsentient. Um, I do tones and tarot. I do many different things. And for whatever reason, my guides told me to come on the show today. And I just got the, the, the message with you at 11, so I came home and then talked to Richard, and then Richard came on also. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, Richard had an invite, of course, because he helped start Saturday. Richard, uh, tell everybody whatever parts you want for this wild and crazy kind of guy thing, girl thing, or warrior thing, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't have a clue <laughs> as to what is going on, to be honest with you. I am amazed that Susan has chosen to come on the radio that's that's fantastic uh you're yeah. always welcome as a guest uh i myself well i'm a metaphysician i am a theologian a philosopher a mage um i work with all kinds of different realities all kinds of different councils all kinds of different beings and all kinds of different civilizations planets cosmic uh, you know interludes and all of this kind of stuff, and I've been doing it all my life. Um, I also have an investigative background, both criminal and civil, as well as paranormal. So, And I also uh, read cards, and I am an intuitive sensitive, and uh, that's basically me. <laughs> 
Okay, good. And he's helping me write some MIB kind of books for us if we ever sit down and do it. But uh, this is Teresa J. Morris. I'm celebrating nine years right here on the same location, and I'm really excited about nine years of radio, and we've got nine years of history here. So anybody that comes on uh, since 2012, because 2012 was a special year, if any of you can remember, 12, 21, 12. So we're starting all over again today with the Cosmos Multiverse Quadrants, and we'll get into explaining that because I'm not sure any of us really understand all that, but believe it or not, there's plenty of people that do, and they're out there giving all these expensive group uh, lessons and seminars and webinars out there and combining all the stuff we've been doing forever all over the universe. So I thought, well, let's get our team together today and talk about what we can do to help each other, you know, know each other has a soul. And even though we haven't met, there's something in our voices that we feel like we know each other, either past life, past universe, multiverse. I don't know what it is, but it works. And we show up when our higher beings, whatever you want to call them, ETs, aliens, UFOs, angels, gods, goddesses, uh, divine being, source, we don't know because we've got so many names. So that's what we're going to discuss a lot today. Now let me just read this real quick because this will be why people will be listening is we've got uh, Cosmos Multiverse Quadrants, UFO Secret Space Talk, Susan Marcy Richard, and of course TJ, but that will show up on my name because it's uh, my logos for nine years, right? Yay, TJ. So really my name is Teresa Jeanette Thurmond Morris, TJ Thurmond. And I've had many, many uh, social media groups out there know me on Facebook, mainly because of all those years back in the day, I was young and we were starting in 1996 to 2006. We had 10 years there. But I was recruited back in 1967 to do what I'm doing now. But I didn't realize all of that until I've been off, on and off base and on and off playing it and in and out of uniform and in and out of dreams and in and out of life and they refresh me and I come back. So this is very curious about people and most of people on this panel today are relatively familiar with this strange and beyond strange. <laughs> they call it high strangeness in some groups. But we're trying to put our group together and figure out how we're going to talk. So I've got some dots here. Now we probably won't discuss all of this in, in depth because uh, it's going to take a lot of time, but it gives you something to chew on for the rest of the year. But I'm just going to list these folks for you so it'll be recorded. Combined circle monad accepted. Now monad's like the all consciousness, uh, monad like Pythagoras stuff, but uh, we'll figure that out. The critical mass consciousness. I put that R because I even the guy that's on doing, he wanted to do that Walker Ranch and Travis, and I talked to him in 2016. I've been one of those people around people and been able to be around them as an extraterrestrial walking on the planet and help people. And I figured out that's part of being human, not extraterrestrial. Now, the theory of mind, we can talk about our minds. Every one of us has one, I think. I don't think it's inside the brain, but we can discuss it. Uh, now, it says it's now being accepted among many groups. So, let me say that again. Combined circle monad accepted our critical mass consciousness theory of mind is now being accepted among many groups. And you can go look on all these places and find out. Now, life lessons free online as our philosophy of life. 
is us meeting together and helping each other. So I guess it's free because I'm the only one that pays the monthly bill. It's not that much really, so I don't care. I've been doing it nine years, so what the hey. So we'll come on here, talk, and figure our brains out in our framework. Now it says framework, self-mastery, and self-evolution. I'm not really sure about all that, but there's a lot of these uh, mastery classes out there and self-help. So we're going to do our best if you like us and what we have to say or any one of us or none of us, but we'll figure that out too. So you'll let us know. <laughs> I know because I'll get the emails. And then truth is math and science and is not only science theory or is not the only theory because a lot of people believe in math and science. Now, our Pythagoras theory of philosophy, and you'll have to go back and study that because that's what they use basically to get into math and science and philosophy. Now, monad minds and wisdom, that's being talked about, the divine mind, God, monad minds, so you'll know M-O-N-A-D, you can look it up. Wisdom, now they're saying that, that the highest consciousness or that that we strive to be in what we call ascension, okay, ascension age, and we've got a long, long time ago, I followed the Ascension Center organization, so I still got that federal ID number, and I still use it. So we have uh, where it says some religions, some sciences, and some politics, because we usually don't like to talk about any of that, but it sort of can't help it when you're talking UFO secret space. So all of us will get into that in our minds or whether we're back here or we talk to people on the other side or in space, whatever. But each person's mind will have to classify that, and that's the whole importance of having this. So let me tell you, this Ascension Center organization, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic experiencers speak of a feeling of, in quotes, oneness with the universe. Now, mystic guide and esoteric guide is joining with our teachings of psychic guide and spiritual spirituality wellness guide. Now, I, I don't like to separate them, but I'm trying to figure out how to make them all one, but it's not easy because we'll get into that. So to discuss who is who in these days in our community of live streaming our archived radio shows in this mysterious world we live in. Learn why elevating both your spiritual awakening and your psychological development is the key to your evolution and to pushing humanity into a new state of unity consciousness. We share spiritual science, metaphysical philosophy, and it's sort of this one versus all of them against us thing. Uh, we're going to talk about the quadrants and why some people only think it's me against them and a little bit of that. Expand your worldview as a compassionate person to anyone, even an ET is what I put, because they say we're out here walking around anyway, which some of us are starting to wonder if these meat suits, we, you know, everybody knows they're temporary or not, but depending on if you discuss with some religions, some sciences, some politics, they may or may not agree. So we have the ET, and then we have mind, body, spirit, minds, share in holistic perspective practices about one and all. Now, each person on this panel uh, showed up for their higher part, and this is going to be very interesting, and we can do a round robin, and uh, I don't know how you, we're going to do this because this is some heavy stuff I wrote. But it, if we'll see if anybody geared towards that. Richard, you want to run the round table with Susan and um, Marcy? Did any of that? Let me see if Richard, because uh, he's going to try to do Saturdays, and we'll hope Marcy and Susan will come back and participate on a regular basis. But he already spoke to Susan a little bit. But Richard, 
did any of that stuff make sense to you? Because a lot of groups, I looked and I've done a lot of research for two weeks and I pulled it all together, but I'm gonna mute and then we'll see where this goes, okay? Is that okay with you, Richard? Okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, you've got well, the there, there are three schools of thought, you know. Uh, one is basically spiritual in principle that says, okay, we are, yes, we're humans and we have mental faculties, emotional faculties, and physical faculties. And we basically are on a path where we master over ourselves in general and turn inward and become aligned with our spiritual nature. And therefore, our spiritual nature comes to the forefront and precludes or basically sets the mind aside or backwards or in the background, one could say. Um, and therefore, from this, of course, comes in universal consciousness because, yes, we, are, we share one divine consciousness that is the creator of all that is. And yet, at the same time, we are also individuals of that particular consciousness because that's the way we were, we were created. So then in turn, of course, you have all this UFO and alien technology and all the rest of that, which I'm sure Susan is much more familiar with that than I am. Um, yes, I've had a few encounters. I was abducted, um, you know, and tracking devices were placed in me, which have now been removed, fortunately. Um, and again, those kind of experiences make us very much aware that we are not alone. So then as far as the me against them, um, that's a perspective and concept that is an ideal that's saying, okay, well, the only way that I could put a spin on that would be to say that people are awake and those that are awake are more or less uh, very consciously aware whereas you have the, the multitude that are basically remaining asleep or basically sucked into material reality and are not in alignment with their spiritual or higher selves. And of course, you have many, many masters out there that are teaching all kinds of different lessons and all kinds of different courses. But uh, I will go as far as to say this, that any answers that you seek and any wisdom that you wish to know, all you have to do is turn inward and ask because we're all part of the one source and therefore all answers and all information come readily into us all. So with that said, um, I'll go ahead and, and, and turn, this, turn the forum or the panel over to Susan so she can enlighten us into more of her reality because I'm sure that she delves into more of the alien um, <clears throat> or I would say extraterrestrial beings or beings that obviously fluctuate not only here on Earth, but also, also fluctuate in different dimensions and so on and so forth. So Susan, we are focusing on you now and your perspective of things. Basically everybody, every sentient living intelligent being has a soul. And because they have a soul, whether they're asleep or awake or what awakened or unawakened, typically if they're infringed upon with torture or punishment or anything like that, they're going to have an automatic defensive self-protective response. Well, my observation has been that 80% of this human race does not have that. They act like they don't have a soul. Now, a lot of these scientists, mainstream science and everything, is coming up with all these ruses 
uh, to explain it like AI and virtual reality and holographic universe. That's nonsense um, perpetrated on the general population through the mainstream intelligentsia and stuff to keep the main population dummy down so that they they no longer become an awakened force because if, as soon as they do, the negative ET scourge, the evil global elite and everybody can no longer use them as a commodity. And the negative and the evil elite will soon have their heads chopped off by the negative ET scourge if, if they lose lose control of their own planetary race, the humans. The humans, from what I, what information I've gathered, originally had 12 streams of DNA and had 22 dimensional levels of consciousness. And they were supposed to be the stewards of the Stargate portal system, Orion system, in this sector of the universe. And unfortunately, the negative ET scourge, which was infiltrated and possessed by the parasitic disembodied entities that came over from the collapsed universe on the backside of Draco, they, um, it was another universe that was collapsed because it, it was rife with negativity, and some of the um, entities bled over to this universe and are targeting the lower dimensional beings, lower evolved beings, specifically some of the reptilians and the humans. And this is the end result because the humans have been reduced to an eight-strand DNA from 12 and everything. And a lot of them have a subpar biomatrix that does not support a soul matrix, which probably accounts for the 80% of the humans that don't really have a soul. They, they fool everybody because they act like they got a consciousness. They act like they make their own self-decisions and stuff. But then again, a computer can do the same thing, and so can a um, – a, an, an animated intelligence and they got, call it mimicry intelligence which is like monkey see monkey do and this is what's ca causing all this confusion because they appear to be intelligent because they're self-governing but they're not totally self-governing they're being corrals like cattle and to pigeonhole modes of existence to supply the um the biological specimens and everything for the evil elite and off-world ventures like the secret space fleet and we're here to battle them and eliminate the evil scourge. And it's really going to – it's a lot of trepidation. we got to set up the scene before we do the pulse and everything. It's an ongoing thing. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> no, I understand what she's talking about. Um, you know, I, I got – I've been doing this stuff for many lifetimes. I've been a shaman in many lifetimes. Um, people told me I'm from Syria. That's where the tones are coming from for healing and everything to do with frequency. So as we have a lower frequency with our photons from when I was watching Ancient Aliens is 8 to 10, we can go up to 1,000. And I've worked on Richard and I did a little bit on TJ and I've been on other people I'm guided to work on. With the tones, I transmute the lower frequency energy as I've been working on myself for the last 40 years. And I've been working on other people for the last 40 years. I just turned 60. I started this journey being clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, channeling, guided, um, like 40 years ago, piecing together all this stuff. They do want me to do tones. They do come through me to do tones. Um, and what happened last night to me is, um, and I was telling this to Richard, as I've been clearing out more and more energies and vibrations within myself, the higher beings, they don't, but the lower dense energy, they can't contact us. They don't deal with drama. And so it's like a, a radio dial. So if you're at a certain 
frequency that can't contact you. As you clear out more and more of your frequency, they can connect with you and you get higher and higher guides. So I'm going to hit some tones that TJ and Richard know. Um, Susan, I just met. But um, they do work. They have cleared out and transmuted many, many lower. It's like um, non-aerobic energy, which is fear, shame, guilt, anger, confusion. As we clear out more and more, um, we get higher and higher. A friend of mine, Don, who I've worked on this, we started this journey when we were 15, not even knowing any of this stuff. And he had a heart problem where he had cancer. Um, and I did some tones on him in the last six months. And he said, the doctor said there was a white light, which it's the photons and the energies that are going on. So I'm going to hit some high notes and I'm going to hit some low notes. As Richard and I have been on this journey talking and Skyping with each other for now three years, Richard, I, I lost track. Um, he said the higher ones are for, you could explain a little bit better, the lower ones are for grounding. And we'll go into the lower ones are like Aztecs, the higher ones are higher frequency or higher guides. been around for like thousands of years. That's how they communicated with us. That, that's exactly the high- What? That's exactly those high-pitched frequency tones I get in my ears all the time from the ships. Yeah. And and I'll do the ones on the jujuri. I Richard would say I sound like the frequency of the tones, the energies. I'm only supposed to work on certain people. I was going to do another radio show with somebody else, but for whatever reason, um, it fell through. Uh, There was somebody that did sound acoustic. I did it on her. She fell asleep. She never contacted me. It's really funny. These people say that there's certain things, and then I never hear from them again. And so a lot of people are not ready for this. A lot of people like Richard and the, the group of friends that I have, we have been on this journey working on this stuff. I got to do the low ones. Um, but, yeah, it is the sound of the spaceships. It is the frequencies that are going on. They do channel through me. They choose who they're going to work on. I work with Elohim. I work with St. Germain. I work with a plethora of masters. And I, I somebody channeled a long time ago when I worked on Aranum and that's how I got connected with um, Elohim. And they like what I can do. This do, is what I'm supposed to be doing. Can what you give me a low? I went off, it's TJ. I, I went off uh, oh. base. <laughs> I had to go off planet, not that I wanted to, but I got taken by some men in black off planet and I had to do a fight. But my back is still okay. sore. They sent me back to recover. But right. can you do a low one? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do right now, TJ, because TJ knows my work, and so does Richard. Yeah, uh, Susan will love you. What, TJ? I said Susan's going to love you because y'all probably have a lot of the same. All I know is my guy said go on today. You know, I was over at the casino having lunch, and it's like, okay, I'll head back home. (laughs) They're like, go on. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> well, let me let me mute. You go ahead. I'm gonna sit here. Okay. cluster of friends that we're all interconnected with and they came in and they worked on me and I was Skyping with my friend Sean who does automatic drawings and we've been on this this journey and she kept on laughing and it said it sounds like you're underwater and everything with the frequency was a delay there's times that Richard and I will do it and it'll shut off um, the frequency because what I was told with Elohim I said, what is it? This was like eight years ago. I said, what is it with the, the tone? And they said, your frequency is so high, technology can't handle it. So that's why you were saying the whole spaceship thing, Susan. Oh, 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 yeah. And what ha- happens to me is I have a bad effect on electronics. I mean, right. it, it, I'm sitting in the chair now. I have to put, hold the phone away from the chair because there's a portal over the chair that opens up in the Yisseron ship directly over this chair in my room. And, and, right. and certain things, I'll make lights dim, I'll make the TV act screwy, the phone will block in and out, and it's an iPhone, and I've right. got T-Mobile. And right. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. It's, it's just, um, and so my frequency has gone higher and higher. Like I said, it was just like Shauna's, and when I first started working on Rain Am, the microphone would make sounds when I wasn't even making a sound, so I had to switch to a headset. I now have a headset. And then that's where I was making beeping sounds with like Morse code or something like that in the last couple of days when I've been, because this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to channel. I'm supposed to heal. They had me do a little bit of work, but I need to keep my energy clear. And so I can work on people through Skype, energy, get the collective energy going. And another thing, I didn't know that, but you told me the lower pitch tones are for healing and the higher pitch tones are for, for like. No, they're both for like, healing. One one is more for the cosmos, a higher frequency. Richard, what is the high ones? You told me a long time ago, and I forgot. The high ones raise your consciousness, and they also clear your higher chakras. The lower ones are specifically attuned to your lower chakras and clear the lower chakras as well as ground and center you. At least that explains why I get the high-pitched tones in my ears besides the constant tinnitus. Oh. And when I listen, a lot of people think tinnitus is a curse. It's not. It's actually a blessing because the tinnitus, if you listen to the different tones within the background noise, the tinnitus in the ears, it goes, right, like that. When I do healing on people, because I, I will see, feel, and I hear, plus the, the, the energies will be air, water, fire, and earth. So I will see earthquakes, I will see rivers, I will see, you know, for the earth, 
the water. Eventually, we'll get the kundalini with the fire. But a lot of times, like Richard has, like he says, dog ears, so does Shauna, where they hit hear high-pitched sounds. And when I clear people's energy out, which is kind of like the negative energy, that white noise sound, I'll be releasing. It's almost like a deflective energy that's going on. And so the hearing, and that's why I'm a medic intuitive, I could scan people's energy and the multidimensional, I had the name multidimensional healer years ago. Now I wrote my book, Theta, for, <coughs> for um, Tarot, Healing, Energy, Tones, and Ascension. I, I do so many different things, but I wanted to composite all that. Um, Richard's in my book, some other people, and it's all of our journeys that we've gone through as a collective so that people say, this is not my imagination. I am experiencing this also. Oh, yeah. Well, I can listen to the, to, to the tinnitus in my ears, and it'll tell me what ships are in the area and what they're doing. Is there a slight modulation right. in the tinnitus? I, I, I train myself how to listen to it, and it's real easy. I know who's right. in the area. I know what they're doing. And, Susan, uh, and I'm supposed to, to do a tone for you. It's going to be like... Your neck all the way up to your head. Yeah, because I got three bulgy. That is exactly the tones I hear in my ears sometimes. Well, welcome to our world. (laughs) That is so neat. You imitate every tone I hear in my ears sometimes. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of them. Sometimes they have two or three notes. It's binaural, so it's 10 degrees decimal of the ear, the hearing of, of what's been going on. So there will be a time where it's like I'll do the tones and people can feel it, but they can't hear it because it's a different frequency. When I worked on oh, Elena, yeah. there was a guy that was deaf. and I was Skyping with him, and the expression on his face, and I call it the three rule, three minutes, three days, three hours. And so it's going to affect you. You may get sick that your body is doing detoxification. You might have food cravings. So it's raising the, the frequency. When, when Abby was channeling Elohim, I said, what do my tones do? They said, it brings us in so we can work on people's Akashic records. Yeah, yeah. All the all the colors, folks, and the chakras and your bones and your nervous system. Right. Of course, you know you. We have the meat suit, but we have to have the meat suit. And I'm not really sure why, except to have all these experiences and these senses and uh, get to know each other. And some people have been talking about that higher level and coming down. Uh, but to, we're we're spinning balls. My dog's got to talk now. Next door neighbor, but you know I'm enjoying this, and uh, you know uh, a lot of people are really doing tones, and some of them calling it ET talk. But you know it's we've got to learn to communicate, and it's hard to understand. Like dog talk, obviously, you know the dog's barking; she knows what she's barking at. I have no clue, but you know that's my life. What can I say? Um, all right, well. Um, now, um, should we 
go into, uh, we can always do more tones, but because it makes my back feel better, <laughs> but we've still got a long time, <laughs> an hour and a half, for an hour and 25 minutes. So, uh, uh, Richard, what would you like to discuss all this stuff or go back around to Susan and come back to Marcy or what all, does, did anybody come with a heavy heart or a heavy mind that wanted to talk about something? Uh, because, this, go ahead, anybody. CIA, CIA disclosure hoax, uh, portraying us ETs as a threat to national and global security, when in reality, the only threat that we, the, the only the only threat that we pose to, is the evil elite and the negative ET scourge that's on this planet, and they know it. And they're deliberately trying to subjugate and punish those down here that are connected with ET up there by blocking them out of gainful employment and everything like that. They even bombard houses with low low, low frequency tones and low and low low sounds. To agitate the family members around the ET incarnates or hybrids to make to, to make their lives miserable by turning the other people against them, which is easy to do because we get a higher vibrational energy and aura that agitates people and rubs them the wrong way. Just our higher energy. And and, oh, and what happened? Yes. Susan, I also want to explain. I have a bunch of crystals behind me. One is a ten-pound Lemurian crystal. So I have my my room set up so that the sound bounces off. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to. Well, well, that, that oddly is, enough, I have crystals in my room too. I got tourmaline, I got ro rhodonite, I've got quartz agate, um, what else? Uh, pyrite, um, I think agate, jasper, something like that. In my room, I got several pyramids in my room. Um, where do you anyway, live? Susan, where do you live? Miami, Florida, the 25th parallel okay, so you're Florida of the Triangle. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on on that one, too. Yeah, and that's why I'm here, and it's not, not by accident, because I'm on the no, critical we're lane planted. line. We're all planted. It, it's like the collective energy, you know, Richard being in Georgia, you being in Florida, TJ, Florida. I have a friend in England, and that collective energy is it's adding more and more onto the grid. Where I'm near Lake Tahoe, that's a portal. Um, so these these energy vortexes that are going on. So I'm part of the energy vortex grid. I'm networking with people in those right. grid node point nodal points. Okay. Right. Well, what, the, the the Bermuda Triangle, it's a critical focusing point, the parallel that goes to oh, Angkor Wat, uh, the Dragon's right. Triangle, the Bermuda Triangle, the Angel's Triangle. Um, you're probably, no, you're not. Richard is probably on the parallel that goes through the zone of silence in Mexico. Um, prob probably Roswell, New Mexico and stuff. Um any, anyway, basically, we're, we're not a threat to national security or global security. We are a threat to the evil elite security. And that's why they're trying to make our lives miserable down here. 
so that we can't we can't have a decent livelihood. We've got a lot of untapped brain potential and talent that if we were allowed to have gainful employment and our respective careers and our respective abilities, we could have catapulted this race into the Star Trek era ten years ago. And they're and they're deliberately blocking us because again they're trying to they're trying to hold on to the control of their com- the human race as a commodity and we're threatening them. And, and, well, and, and well, Susan, the whole thing with the Star Trek, Dean Roddenberry was in when the Council of Nine was talking to Eisenhower. That's how we started Star Trek. And then for those years afterwards, he did The Next Generation. So, like, Spock was like an ambassador that they have because they have the Galactic Federation. We are starting to get more into that energy of it that, that's going on. And so those are subtle messages that are happening. That, that go on. But un, uh, unfortunately, what's going to happen? I'm seeing a, a severe dichotomy right now on this planet. On the one hand, the 80% of the humans that are subpar, they're, they're going to start dying off. This COVID thing and everything that happened, those are all threats. Cool. And I feel like I'm living in the other aspect where I'm more positive, where I'm dealing with the, w- no, what TJ it, calls critical mass consciousness. Isn't third dimension versus fifth dimension? The third dimension people are the ones that are going to go off. The earth is going into fifth dimension. And so the it's already in the fifth dimension. Them, right. But a lot of those people that are going to leave, they are third dimension. That's why they're leaving. The earth is changing its frequency, especially in the last few days that was going on. That, that's why people are dying off because they just, with the new world and the new earth and the new frequency that's going on. Right, and and what, what what's happening is the Earth. I know because my people, me specifically, and I was told this, we catapulted the Earth into the fifth dimension. It's got multi-dimensional streamers feeding into it, and the fourth-dimensional planarism. Right, and 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 we also catapulted the universe. I'm saying me me and my crew catapulted the universe into its next stage of development. What the, the higher dimensional convolutions and light harmonic matrix config, configurations and and that and, or permutations and what that's doing is that's allowing the universe to go into its natural stage of development like it should right and we did all of this and i was told and this is weird i was told and i was told by the yumo i was told by the artorians and i was told by my own people that i am the only one that did this and I said, what do you mean? I said, I didn't do it alone. I had help with my people and with my crew. And they said, yes. But they said there were other more advanced people that, that came before you did. There were other more advanced masters that came before you did. And you were a novice and you're a relatively new soul. And, they, and we didn't think that you had the ability or the strength or the endurance to pull it through. And they said the whole universe was watching. And I did it. And they, and they, and they, they were very profoundly grateful, and they were very and they let me know that I successfully did it. And then and then and then and then they said they would make contact with me, and they did. The the Yumo did make contact with me through Facebook, and they said they met for now on they make contact with people on the internet. And they said now here's the strange part about the Yumo, they said that they were going they were going to go off world for 2 years according to what what they they told me on Facebook and they said they were going to determine with all the information they gathered whether or not they should have open disclosure of their presence 
or whether or not they should hold back and determine if they should just leave world permanently. Well, two or three days ago, I had a scene or dream or whatever you want, a recall, where they came back and they visited me. Um, actually, I visited them. It was somewhere, some base, some community house or something where they're stationed at, and they're back here early, and they're being infiltrated by the negative Anunnaki. And I told them who they were, and then I left. Well, in light of the disclosure, what's going on right now, the, the, the disclosure hoax, um, there's a lot of tension in the air right now, and it's about to explode in the all-out surface war. And that's not the only thing that – that's not the only sources. I also found out – it was called Monsters and Mysteries in America, and the episode was called Alien Wars on the Earth. And they talked about – they covered two or three or four different stories in each episode. Well, the first story was about alien abductees that are being trained how to and hand-to-hand combat up in the ships. And they even featured right. this one guy. I took, a, I took a screenshot of it. It shows the guy's face. I don't know his name, but I have the, his face on the screenshot with the, with, with the, um, the episode's description. And they said that they're, they're being prepared because there is going to be a war, capital I, capital S. Not when, but it, not if, but when. There is going to be one, and they're preparing. And, I, and, and the guy said he woke up with scars. He woke up with a gash on his forehead that took him like a year to heal. And finally, the scar went away after about five years on his forehead. They did get real physical injuries, and I've woken up, too, with physical injuries. Oh, I, I know. I understand that. I've been through all that, too. I've been through many wars. I got thrown into this in, like, 1985 uh, when I just turned 25 and went to Colorado and got told about all this stuff. They said, we, you're not supposed to know who you are until you're age 36. I was going through portals. I was going through vortexes. Um, no, I understand. People come back with scars. They come back with implants. They come back with all different kinds of stuff. Once I had a circular black bruise around my right nipple on, on my breast. This was like like three months before um, August of 1919. And what had happened was I was up there on, on one of the carrier ships of the secret space fleet and we were meeting two or three people because there's a faction of the Secret Space Fleet that work with us. And we're, of course, obviously, they're our friends, not our enemy. You know, and, and, and there was these worms, and they're modified genetically engineered worms by the Anunnaki and the negative ET scourge, the ones that pass themselves off as wonderful angels and messengers of God, the ones who set up the three religions on this planet to keep people fighting, those bastards, they, they're fighting us. Well, the one faction of the Secret Space Fleet is our friends. We were on their ship, and I met the reception desk person, and right, and, and right from behind the reception desk person came out this worm. It looked like a Mongolian death worm, but it, it, it was like six feet long, and it had a circular mouth of about like three or four inches in diameter with, the, with the rows and rows of teeth like a cookie-cutter shark. And... Mm-mm and the lamprey fish, and it came and it bit me on my breast, and I pull, I was able to pull it off. Then there was another smaller one, and it was biting underneath my right armpit, and I had to pull it off, and Yusseron had to vaporize it, and Andalon was there, and, it, and, and Andalon held back the other one and vaporized it, 
and I was so scared shitless. I did not want it. I was supposed to run through the portal to get back to the earth, but I didn't want to go through the portal. It was a station. It was a mobile portal, but it was activated. The reason I didn't want to go back to the earth, I was terrorized. I didn't want to bring any of those creatures back to the earth and, and have it wreak havoc on the biosphere on this planet. I was scared for the planet more than I was myself. And, and I had that bruise on my breast for three months, and it finally went away in August, or about a month or two after August. And, and, oh, okay. and that's up in the ships. And not one person, not one person that I've spoken to about the secret space fleet who claimed that they go up there and fight, not one person has ever mentioned ever seeing those worms on, on the ships. And not only that, in Texas, and there was some kind of a rodeo circus or something in Texas and like, like a state fair rodeo kind of thing and there was a family and they had unleashed like some of these worms and they were going after they were engineered to go after humans and eat them and their venom is deadly if you get bitten by them you, you'll get killed instantly not me well anyway they were going after this family and I had to run after the family and I had to tell them to jump up on on top of something jump up on top of something and we were chasing these worms and trying to kill them and then, and, then, and then the gremlins, you talk about the gremlins. Okay, that's actually true. But that happened in Nevada, in the, in the southernmost part of Nevada, and it was in some kind of a railroad station house that was empty, gutted out, emptied out, and some families were living there, like three families. We had to go there as a scout crew, and we saw these gremlins, and we had to vaporize every one of them. So this shit is really happening. Okay. Well, I mean, I've seen different pictures of different things. I've I've done channelings. I've seen visions. And as we get more and more dimensions with us and more and more aware, or the frequencies like a radio station, then we see more and more things. We experience more things. And that's what my friends are I like, you know, Marcy and I'm going crazy. I'm like, no, you're just getting more and more clear as to what you're seeing, feeling, and hearing, because we're so condensed in our energy, we, we don't um, see, feel, and hear the many levels that are around. Well, at any well, given time, at any given time, well, whether, whether you're aware of it or not, it operates through the through the subconscious that runs the autonomic nervous system. You will be oh, interfacing yeah. with the ship, interfacing with other conscious, interfacing with other beings and stuff. And all you got to do oh, is, yeah. is you don't even have to meditate or go in the trance or nothing. Just focus on one thing and let your mind clear, and it comes right through, real clear. Now, they're, they're, Richard and I always have, like, massive experiences that are going on. He will see a lot of beings behind me because a lot of times he FaceTime um, the energies that are going on, or I will see him on his. We'll feel it, see it, hear it. That that's going on, and but it is. It's all with a frequency. If you're not at that frequency, you cannot dial into seeing, feeling, and hearing. As you get yourself clearer and clearer, then those dimensions, which there are many of them, which is just a level of consciousness that are around. So that's what I said. They choose who they're going to talk to through me, like they want to work on you. Uh, they've worked on TJ. They've worked on Richard. They've worked on, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to get a regular job to pay the bills, but they want me yeah, to have my that, mind that's, You're connected. 
and 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 that's the other thing. I was labeled as, as a person of interest and a threat to national security. I can't get a job having any kind of security clearance, and I've never done anything wrong in my life. I'm not a terrorist. I've never right. been involved in any subversive groups. I'm not. I'm not military. I'm not a criminal. I'm not a drug dealer or a user. I've never been involved. I've never had any criminal activity or anything like that. So why am I a threat to national security, and why am I a person of interest? I'll tell you why. Because I'm one, I'm one of them up there. That's why. And I know, well, and I'm, they know. Right. Well, the whole thing with me is I work with mentally challenged people. I've done home health, and I've gotten, I, like, the alpha females, they don't like me. So your energy, oh, like, God. Before you even walk through it, it's like Richard was telling me, like, you know, I was working with, he's like, you're not supposed to be doing this type of stuff. And I'm like, I have to have a job. And then my guys just say, you're done. And then something will happen. I just got done with another job with four women um, about a month ago. And they're like, you're done. So I try to go right, and then they send me left as to what's going on. And your energy, your presence, a lot of people will feel, I call it the psychic Mary Poppins energy, where you've got this light or this energy that brings out their subconscious so they don't like you or they react to you in a certain way because of your frequency or vibration that's happening that they don't want to acknowledge. So when people start arguing with me, I start walking away because the more their cognitive distances is, the more they will start um, arguing with me. So they'll say something, and I've had to let go of a lot of friends, a lot of people that I knew that I either outgrew or I match as I continually to grow, and they want to stay the same or they're afraid to go into it. And it's just, it's all that. It's just we're in different worlds. We'll connect with people with different frequencies of, of what's going on, and you can't take their reality personally because that's their reality. Okay, question. Do you have a lot of, because I don't have any friends at all. All my friends are long distance on the phone. Do you have any friends? I do. Personal well, friends you call around with. And, well, there's, if, if you don't, uh, I've then I can a lot. see why. Yeah, I because if you don't have any, I, No, I, I do. There's like one or two that I've had. I'm, I'm from the Bay Area. My first book I wrote you know, 10 years ago, we're off to the Wizards, is the group of us that we started when we were 15. And they refound me on Facebook. And I, my friend Dawn, who we've done all this, this journey with, um, I talked to him yesterday. And he's also, we've been in this journey. He's in Florida also. Um, I haven't seen him for years. But a lot of our friends that we knew, we outgrew them or people sell us out mentally, physically, emotionally. But you might have a higher pay or whatever's going on that's going on. So I had to let go. I moved up to Reno by myself, pregnant with my son, who's going to be 21 in August. I moved up Reno exactly 20 years ago. And my daughter, and then there's a few people that, that I've been friends with through the years. I mean, one's like an hour away. I haven't seen them. We'll see each other once in a while. Another friend of mine, I'll see a lot. But a lot of the friends, they they sold me out. They got competitive. They were on the spiritual level. And I've got Richard, and I've gotten working on connecting my friends 
Now Richard is friends with the people I've connected. So we're getting a core support group so that all the like the elitist energy type of stuff that's going on, I don't mean to sound snobby, but as you know, the the energy that we talk about, it's like we have to dumb down on on the energy that's going on. And so they're now supporting each other. I did my first radio show with a friend of mine, and now she's starting to do automatic drawing. The other one's doing automatic drawing. They're supporting each other. This was my mission to connect people together so that we don't feel like we're going insane and we're not feeling like we're alone. Yeah, that, that's been my problem all my life. I've never well, really had um, a friend. Susan Facebook me because I, I scan who's on my Facebook because they are aware, they are, they're very advanced people, but I don't deal with drama, I don't deal with negativity, but they have a support system for each other, as Richard knows. Because Richard's what, friends with so, now the people that I'm friends with. Okay, so what what is your name exactly? If you look up like Marcia Ann McLean or Marcia Kosich, it's on my Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, Mar- Mar- uh, Mar- Mar- Marcy or Marcia? Well, my real name is Marcia. When I did Psychic Powers Network, they put the name of Marcia Ann McLean. So if you look up Marcy Cossage or Marcia Ann McLean, I'm on my Facebook. And that's where we have a support group. And a lot of them are psychologists that are very spiritual. And a lot of them are McLean. Is it M C L A N? The M-C-L-A-R-N? Yeah, M-A-C-L-A-N. Yeah, you can look at Marcy Cossage or Marcia Ann McClain. M-A-C-L-A-I-N. L-E-A-N. L-E-A-N. Oh, L-E-A-N. Okay. Yeah. L-E-A-N. And, and there's, there's friends of mine that, that are vets that are very aware, you know, and so a lot of them are very advanced, and they know what's going on, and they're very aware. And so it's a support group, and, you know, it's, it's so that people can not feel alone. Like, I don't bring in a lot of people so they can feel in a safe environment that people will understand them. I've got, like, maybe 500 on my Facebook because a lot of I go through people, and it's like either I delete them or I don't even have them. Oh. Uh. That's it. Richard, you're kind of quiet. Well, I wanted to interject a a positive spin on things because in addition to all the negativity that's going on on the surface right now, there's also a a tremendous amount of positive influence and positive energies. Lots of energies have come through all kinds of portals. Lots of energies have come through the moon. Lots of energies have come from the central sun, uh, the Pleiadians, the Euridians, the... um, Syrians and a number of other races are very much aware and very much in support of the ascension of mankind as far as our conscious expansion is concerned. So regardless of the negativity that is here, it is being uprooted and it is slowly being completely dissipated. So um, I want you to understand that, you know, on, on a higher, much higher level of consciousness and integration, there's a tremendous amount of action taking place on many different dimensions, all in support of humanity in regards to moving forward in our conscious ascension. And as you have both acknowledged and described, that naturally the earth herself, Gaia, the goddess of the earth, 
is already in fifth dimensional reality. So it's like there are two timelines currently, and one timeline is 3D and the other timeline is 5D, and they are paralleling each other. And eventually what will happen is those that are radiating uh, fifth dimension and beyond are going to transit into 5D as a total and complete reality. And those that are in 3D are going to remain in 3D. And um, I don't know exactly how to put this into words other than to say that the dimensional shift is going to um, spiral out into dualism in a manner of speaking that has probably never been experienced on a planetary basis in the past in this universe anyway. And that means that basically 5D and 3D are basically going to overlap each other until one, there is some kind of parking of the ways that goes on, and, and I can't even say how long in down the road this is actually going to transpire. It might be 100 years, it might be 500 years, or it might be 50 years or 30 years. I don't really know. All I know is that the dimensional shift has already transpired as far as 5D is concerned, and that those of us that are radiating upon that level of experience and upon that level of being are already experiencing 5D in our everyday lives, as well as naturally transpiring on a physical level in the third dimensional reality that is, of course, surrounds us materially. Well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen is that the lower dimensional beings, once the universe has been locked and stabilized, which has happened, once it percolates down into the physical realm, the uh, lower dimensional beings of this present three-dimensional dichotomous reality are going to become obsolete and start to fade out through attrition that no longer exists on any level. I don't necessarily agree with that. I believe that those who have chosen to continue on into 3D are going to be allowed to do so on a planet that is three-dimensional. And that's the timeline that's been created. So in other words, uh, yes, I see that there's going to be a great division, but I don't necessarily see extinction of those that are in 3D simply because on a spiritual level, that is the path they have chosen. And when they themselves are ready to advance into 5D, the source of all will, of course, allow that to transpire. Can we talk for a second about something uh, dark? Because normally I don't talk about dark, but it's uh, come upon me today in this reality because it's June and where everything is in astrology. But on this planet, some of the people to control the masses from another place in space, say they have chemicals, whether they're from another country or not. But there's a lot of wars going on on the planet, and most of them are over drugs, money, and corruption and greed. But the people that make the most money off of drugs and gun running, of course, you can figure out who that might be. But these people are the ones that have a lot of greed going on. And uh, I'm really concerned about people on the street living in tents. And on the other hand, uh, Susan and I, being off-planet souls coming here working over and over again, we don't smoke, drink, or drug, and we have no uh, thing in our genes that require us to. I'm not saying that people are required to. (laughs) I'm just saying you're not born with a cigarette or something in your mouth. But... There's something that some people have and some 
can get over addictions and others get them and some don't. But the dark part is why they have the addictions in the first place. But now it's turned out there's a lot of people that are making the most money are either in high tech on the top because we're wanting to communicate around the world like our, our smartphones. So we'll set that aside. Now the lower dark side is the drugs they're running all over and it's out of hand and the people know about it in charge but they don't know what to do about it. So they've got this false dichotomy going out there but the people they're on the bottom, the dark lords, wind up being sort of the good lords because they control with the government all the bad people. Think about it. It's never changed since Al Capone and the trucks running, you know, bootlegging, okay, in this reality. So it's they're running drugs, but they've been putting, uh, after the spice craze, they started lacing something, and it's been in movies too, folks. It's not far off when Hollywood gets it. There's usually a little bit of truth in some of this to educate the people. But there's talk on the street, and when if it gets to me, folks, if the talk gets to me, because I'm a, like a high-level cosmos ambassador on this planet, okay, I don't spend a lot of time on the planet with people. I don't spend a lot of time off planet either. I'm sort of a one step in another dimension and a one step in here. But if I'm in my meat suit walking around talking like an ET and I hear about this stuff and these people on this planet face eating, now this was two or three years ago that this energy was out in the uh, space. But now they're, uh, the zombie craze is sort of, thank God, and the Hollywood craze sort of died down. But you people that are out there making these dark films, I know it's people, we have a calling for it, and they're really getting out of control. But also, uh, the drug lords have stopped letting certain places that run between New York to Texas and Birmingham to Miami. And even, uh, even Susan, and she's straight like me. We don't do anything because we're high beings and we... We don't want to, nor can we, and nor would we want to. But Susan, you even said some of the, you heard on the street, some of the drug lords were controlling where they weren't letting the, some of the, uh, what they call methamphetamine or crack, that's spiced. But I heard it here in Pensacola. Can you sort of just mention that, and then we'll get off the dark subject. It's a control factor, folks, of controlling the brains of the people who don't have any money, so they'll go steal and rob your count and have your fat family stealing money. That's pretty dark, Susan. But you said that they, your people down in your quadrant have it controlled, or the drug lords do, right? Yeah, uh, the, the Jamaican posties and some of the other drug lords in the Miami area, in this area in South Florida, they will not let any of the lace crack or the crystal meth or anything hit this area or hit the streets because they control this terror. This is their turf, and they don't want anything infringing on their heroin or morphine trade or anything. Okay. Thank you. Um, um, do you have anything to report on the dark side? Uh, I know it's not normal, Marcy, but it's because in this reality it's accepted. Anything in Reno that you need to just mention about the streets? Well, the that, okay, everybody has a frequency. And so if you raise your frequency, then the lower frequency people cannot affect you. It's like, and that's why they're all feeding off to whatever is going on. 
Um, Reno just created, uh, we just got rid of like, we're like a bunch of homeless because a lot of people from California are moving to Reno because of all the COVID, the high prices. And we had like encampments going on and uh, um, they're trying to get the people into the campus. A lot of those homeless people, they don't, they don't want to live there. Um, so we're getting more and more higher crime energy that, that's going on. So it's just changing. But it's basically, like I said, if you're, at a, let's say you're like a, like a 10 frequency and somebody's a five frequency, your 10 frequency will burn off whatever that negative energy or you will not connect with that frequency that's going on. And that's why I outgrew a lot of people. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't do a lot, you know, any of that stuff that's going on. But everybody is a vibration. And so as you grow, you're not going to match people or they're not going to see you. It's like Chiron says or Vashar. We're all in our own world. And if we don't match that energy, it, we don't exist. And there's times it's like, like um, Richard and I will talk and we won't hear what's going on because it's a different frequency. They were like, like a friend of mine, Steve, a shaman, there was a funeral. There were like some Mexican guys that were yelling at me and all of a sudden they appeared. And I'm like, well, what happened? They said, you weren't in their frequency. So I had my car teleported in 89 when I was in Colorado dealing with that war. So as you raise, you will not match whatever it is, and you won't be around that type of world. That's what I've experienced. The, I know that they don't bother me. I can walk impervious through any kind of crowd right. or anything, and nobody touches me. Because you're in some frequency. They don't see you. They don't hear you. Uh, they don't match you. So as, this is why I do what I do where I, when I do my healing work, I transfer it, and that's where I got the name Little Gray Cloud, and Shauna and Susan did drawings of it, where I transmute the, the lower frequency energy of shame, fear, guilt, and then let more of the photons of our energy or our bright light come. It, it's like an um, emotional weight loss. I mean, I've, both TJ and Richard have experienced the work that I do, and as it transmutes, or releases past life, inner child, um, different energies, because our cellular memory remembers everything from all of our lifetimes. And so we're carrying on all that different stuff that's going on. So I just don't get into the drugs. I don't get into the negativity. I don't get into the drug wars. That's not my world. My world, I get energy, positive, loving, healing type of stuff, and I just walk away from neg negativity. I don't feed off of it. Well, that's a good time to segue into what all these people are talking about at these places that have the money to go to these groups like Mind Valley, M-I-N-D-V-A-L-L-E-Y in right. California. It's very well known. A lot of people pay, and uh, I'm very impressed with their work, and I really appreciate all they're doing. But a lot of people, uh, maybe they can't. They get the money or whatever. And I did that once. Uh, it cost me $5,000. So but it was that Tony Robbins was supposed to be there. It was her, that's why we paid the 5000 was to see Tony. But uh, the whole group of his was there to give us, and we did the 
same Tony Robbins. I did everything except get to shake Tony Robbins' hand, okay? <laughs> but he's a friend of mine somehow in some of the stuff we do. So the higher end, folks, is yes, you can be more than you are. You can raise your meat suit, your higher consciousness, burn off the bad stuff, which is sort of a joke among masters talking about, you know, uh, the East-West philosophy meets bodhisattvas and uh, whether you believe it or not, you say karma, dharma, but we don't even we we don't even talk about that at the higher levels. But we sort of uh, laughter it burns it off, you know. But you'll be wanting to burn off your karma debt. But even some of the yogis I know, and a couple of them talked to me today <laughs> in India. I love India because I I've had some I've, I've been yogi past lives over there. Okay, Buddha. I had an old life up in uh, another planet, and we came down to. Tibet and we left the Yetis and this is old story. Y'all probably heard it before here in nine years, but uh, Tommy was one of those that's not on my show now, but he never believed it because he couldn't gravitate with it because he just didn't have that memory, but he did have a green Tara memory. And while I was going around, I was green, white, yellow Tara. And he y'all that study that higher vibration flying out in UFOs and stuff. I mean, there's really people that relate to that. So we had a higher vibe of, you'll hear people, well, why would they say they were Queen of Sheba or you mean this person was or this person was both and that person was both. And I'm like, I don't know, because when I went back and Egypt went back, I, I was cold slabbed and came up a big black bird. And then I walked in and I was both walking into underneath the pyramid, the Sphinx, paw and all that with council. So I had that memory too. <laughs> so in the love and light group, Yes, but psychologically, they're teaching you, they're saying once you awaken and then you grow up. I don't necessarily agree with how they're telling people the next level is then you grow up out of our new age, ascension age with math and with this new stuff. But I want to know how you think about it because uh, there's, they've separated so many communities out there in the new age love and light as the science people with the conscious life. Go ahead. TJ, I've I've done healings on people, and, and I've been doing it for the last 40 or 50 years. And a lot of times people, I call them the flip switchers, they get to the certain level, and then they're stuck. And then all of a sudden they deflect, and then they make it look like I'm the problem. Or they make it look like I'm doing them a favor because they don't want to advance. They get afraid that that's going on. There are very few, you like Richard, you you know, Susan, the other people, that was the one for But a lot of those people start off on this journey where 20, 30, 40 years ago, they, they, and I've done radio shows where they have their level of spirituality or I'm this or that, but then they get afraid and they get stuck. And so I have to leave them at their level and move on because I don't have time to convince them or their cognitive distances will turn it around like I have the problem they will create things that are going on. So a lot of people, they're not ready for it. They'll get ready for it to a certain level, and then they'll stop. All of a sudden, their mind will come in, and that's where, again, it's that divide of third-dimensional energy and the fifth-dimensional energy. I've been doing this for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. So I get it what you're saying, but we don't want to think we're separate and there's levels of the waves and vibrations, but there really are because look at the ocean. There are. It, it, it's like a radio station. 
I don't uh-huh. have any anger toward anybody, and I'm not saying it out of ego. I'm just saying it as everybody is a sound. Everybody is a note. And so you might start off with the same note like A with somebody. But if you choose to continue to grow, you'll go B, C, D, E, F. Some people will just like, oh, I'm afraid I'll go to B, and then they stop there. And that's why every, colors are vibrations, sounds are vibrations. Everything is to do with frequency and vibration. And it's not good or bad. It's just that's, that's what it is. Well, uh, while, we're, while we're bringing all these little molecules together to be in a physical reality, a lot of the people, uh, like we can go back around to the front where we started. I have one other person here, but let me see if they know us because they called in Hi. on Skype. Hi, who's this? I, I talked to you, um, I think, three or four times. I go by Melissa. Hello. I understand. I don't listen. I think Hi. it was an honor to meet y'all. I would like to be in peace even in, in the universe. Oh, yeah, Melissa, you're from over. Uh, I remember you very well. Uh, Joy, uh, matter of fact, uh, one of our other girls, uh, where is uh, – where is Melissa's friend? She didn't get to meet her, but she wants to talk to you, Melissa. It's okay. Uh, it's Marcy's friend. Marcy, where's your other friend? Uh, the one in California. She's in Target. She went grocery shopping. <laughs> she, she's doing a problem with her family. I told her she oh, goes, okay. "Yeah, she invited me, and and I'm a Target." And I'm like, "Okay, you know." <laughs> Okay. It's whatever happens, folks, with this. Uh, we got never a know, Melissa. Yeah, dude, she always tells she's got a fam. She's got a young boy. She's a very young girl in her 30s. But I would like you to meet her, Melissa. So, uh, uh, would, Marcy, will you tell her that uh, Melissa showed up today and she could have met her today? But we understand it's, this is a hard time, folks, on the weekend when we schedule this for people. But it's not for everybody, but Melissa is working really hard. Uh, let me get Richard. Do you remember Melissa coming on our show? And it was the one that uh, uh, oh Indigo wanted to talk to. I don't know if I'm supposed to say her name or not out loud, but you know. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that I recognize her voice and her energy. Um, I'm not sure in regards to the connection between her and Laura. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go. So, y'all have a blessed continuation, and well, I will catch you, back Richard. with y'all later. All right, Richard. Sunday, though. Richard, are you doing Sunday? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. All right, everybody. Richard will be back tomorrow, uh, bringing his uh, more talk for him tomorrow. So today, I guess his metaphysical turned to a woman's dad. <laughs> Okay, we'll try to make it more about you tomorrow, Richard. <laughs> Spiritual day. Okay. Love and light, dear. Thank you. Love and light. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Poor Richard. He didn't get a lot of air time tonight. <laughs> he doesn't just like sitting there. <laughs> Bless his heart. But folks, he's had surgery and stuff. Too. I'm not supposed to say stuff like that. Okay, never mind. His body, his physical body. But love and light, Richard. Okay, well, he's off now. So, Melissa, uh, yeah, Melissa, tell people a little about you and your need to our 
organization. We, I call it the ACO, uh, but whatever you hear out there, it's TJ Marcy, Q Radio. I've been here nine years. And Melissa's one of our new younger people. I, was it Texas or Mexico, Melissa? Or Denver, where were you? Um, yeah, you, you, you're kind of right. And I, don't, I don't really want to say, uh, but yeah, you, I can't, I can't fool the, the universe. There's <laughs> 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 a way. Okay. I'm sure you're locating me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, yeah, I know you're in the USA. That's okay, folks. So, United uh, States, Melissa, yeah. Yeah, you're here. Well, um, anyway, well, Melissa, you can just use your first name and, we appreciate you coming and being a part of the show. So, uh, Susan, uh, Melissa, uh, y'all, well, Melissa, ask any questions. We're all old souls here. I know you said you wanted to learn some more, but anything for Marcy or Susan, I'm going to mute so the girls can have the floor and talk more, folks. I'm trying to not, uh, you know, because it's my show, so I'm try trying to give them more air time. I know what it's like, Richie, just sit there. It's been an interesting show so far. I've enjoyed it. I'll meet Melissa and Susan. Y'all talk to, uh, my name is Marcy, Susan, talk to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, hi. Uh, I, uh, I, I, pretty interesting information. I, I always respect the universe. I feel like, I feel like I am connected and, um, and I, I, I don't want, I do have a specific question, by the way. It's about my my, my destiny, my life. Uh, but I just wanted to comment. I I, I so I I know when I was a little girl, I was born with the gift, and then I I was denied it because you know human uh, drama and all this little things out of control, wacko, dysfunctional. And then I'm thinking, okay, am I part of the group? I'm out of the group. I I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to be a solution. I want to be a, I want to be the light. Yeah, it's, it's a constant. It's a constantly like battle I know with, with me like things are always happening and one thing that I learned from me is I get people I hate my gut so much until, like and their thoughts that want to like hurt and in like that I don't have no life and I, I didn't do anything I, I know that I probably said the truth or I maybe my energy was uh, not very pleased to them and it's like wow it happens a lot well so, and um, um Yes. I'm glad to hear this from you and Marcy because this validates me because I don't have any friends or anything either. And every time I start talking to them, they tend they sense my energy and they 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 misinterpret it as being aggressive and abrasive and demanding and overpowering or warlike, which I am a light warrior being up there anyway, a master energy creator being. But still, um, I'm connected with the ETs directly and all that, so I remember a lot. I'm active up there, mm -hmm. but. I'm an experiencer and incarnate hybrid, but anyway, when I start talking, they like, even if it's about mundane stuff, they don't want to be around me. I've had this all my life. So now hmm. I'm glad you're saying the same thing that so did Marcy, so, so this validates me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, okay. Uh, well, I don't, I'm not a hybrid or nothing like that. I'm, um, I think I'm classified as an angel in disguise, and I, I think, but I, I I like to experience the human emotion, and and like to experience the human enjoyment, and uh, and I just, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a very difficult. Humans are very well. It's just I'm, 
very emotional. Emotions like emotions. Um, and I know that I could become emotional. Uh, not too emotional, very little. I try to be more logical, uh, rational, but again, when something departs from the from the body and you love it, yeah, it hurts. The human emotion kicks in really, really hard. And then, like I had, I'm going to tell you, I just had a situation like when I was a little girl, I dreamed about the specific career and a specific job, and I got it. I'm in it. Then I had three individuals, including with the guy, I'm not sure about the fifth one, but Larry D, that they plotted, they plotted something against me, and and then I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna lose. And and I, I it's like, and then these these people, the higher ups, try to be in like, oh justice and light. But anyway, um, this is the my question, very specific. And I know you were mentioning about security and all that. I understand that. And uh, I, I would not consider that to be a a harm to a country. I would consider it to be an honor because we have. Like Korea, man, that kind, that man is messed up. I'm sorry, his his instructional code. I mean, all he does is think about using these things to to do the earth. That's a dysfunctional man, including like China. Anyway, uh, in other countries. And uh, so my specific question, if it's okay to ask the mission concerning my life, I'm being right now checked, checked like uh, investigated for to see if I would get my you again, uh, the 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 S word, and I would like to, like to know if you see me pat if you if you is that is that still going through like and I'm sorry if it's okay I hope it's a permission again permission to ask is my dream if I'm still going to get that clearance or not um have have you had any UFO experiences or dreams you've been up in the ship have you seen a UFO do you think you've been abducted? Do you have any marks on your body? Do you have any dreams of being up in the ship? I, I don't have any marks <laughs> on my body, and I ask respectfully not to not not to touch my body. I, I have prayed, and I ask that do not touch my human body. You don't need to do but, that. But, no, I do not. But 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 you have been up in the ship. I recognize. <laughs> I am tell you telepath. Can I say telepathy? My answer telepathically. Please. Okay, yes. Okay. okay, got it. You got it. Okay. And I, I don't remember. It was, it was a polite. It was polite. Politeness. All politeness. Okay. No. Beings, no. No. If, if the, the benevolent ones take you up, I'm saying capital I, capital F. The benevolent ones take you up, and yeah. you ask them not to touch you. They will not touch you. They respect you. They will let yes. you remember what, what you think, what they think you should remember is to let you know that you are going up and you are working with them. But if it's something that they don't, that if you remember, it'll put you in jeopardy, they will not let you remember. Sometimes you'll get white tattoos on your body, markings indicating your status, your power, your gifts, or your, 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 your position up there. Or, or even your racial lineage up there with them, if you are, are connected to them. If you're not connected to them and they're working on you or something energy-wise and stuff, or if you're working on the planet or working on different projects on the planet, they might let you remember some scenes there. You might have past life memories. And how do you know if it's a past life memory? 
it's usually a dream. And if you have it more than three times, and um, it could be a past life dream or a premonition. And also, if you get a sense of deja vu that you've been there before, you've already done that, it's possibly a past life dream. That's all I can say. Okay. Okay. That is beautiful. Um, from the, may I please ask permission from a human emotion, from a human dream, this human right now, uh, capability. I, I, this is where I like to, I, information to ask, do I, do I get to pass this human thing to work here in the airplane? It, it's, it's a clearance. I already been interviewed. I already been checked. I'm in the progress. And um, what I, the only thing, the only thing I can tell you is you probably will get the clearance. Um, if it's a general clearance, if it's just a general clearance and it's not an L or a Q clearance, you most likely will get the general clearance. If you've never been involved with drugs or criminal activity or anything like that, more than likely you will get the cursory entry-level general clearance, they call it. What, what they clearances do... are you guys talking Susan, what clearances are you talking about with L and Q? Okay. There's, I've had all three of them. There, there, there's different levels of clearances depending on where you're going to work. If you're going to work in an area where you, you have to have a security clearance, like a nuclear plant, which I did, a nuclear background, which I have, or if you're going to work in, in like the general areas, like the airport, where you have to have. Oh, so we're talking about a job. Okay. Yeah, job. I wasn't. I, I wasn't sure what what <laughs> level you were talking about. That's why I wanted to clarify. Okay. Yeah, beautiful I'm, people. I'm, I'm talking on job, the job level clearance. I got that now. Okay. A background check. Okay. You in the past, usually it was Pinkerton, and it was the FBI that did the general background clearances for jobs. Um, but now the Department of Homeland Security took around doing, took over doing all background checks where the FBI used to. When the FBI was doing the background checks. I was able to work a lot of new nuclear power plant outages around the country. Unfortunately, when the Department of Homeland Security took over, they blocked me from getting any more nuclear jobs because um, there was a period there that I was working as, as a screener for for the TSA. I shouldn't say I shouldn't have even said that much, but um, the, the, I had to file a lawsuit because they wrongfully fired. I shouldn't have even mentioned that, but. The the solution was I was never to work for the DHS ever again. Well, unfortunately, they took over doing the background checks in the nuclear industry, and because of that, um, and they did they did my background check. I never got hired back on after going through the internship, and I was I, I was really floored. And I was told um, when the settlement, I was told I was a threat to national security and 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 and, and a person of interest. And I don't know why, because I've never done anything wrong in my life. Um, the only thing I can tell you is at the very, 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 very beginning, when I first got my first clearance to work at the plant, I had never worked anywhere. I'd never left home. I never changed addresses or anything like that. I got my clearance within six months, and I was work- working at the plant within six months. And that was like the very beginning. That was in 1989. So the only thing that I can say is, I want to say 50-50, you'll get it, but I don't know. Is that what you're talking about, is a, clear, a security clearance to get a job? Um, I've already been interviewed by DHS. 
I'm in. I already got in. I'm, I already have someone on me. Ooh, DHS. But you ne- you've never been. Well, you might get it. I mean, you might get the background and get the clearance and everything. I think you you might, but I don't know. I don't see any reason why you would not. But then again, I'm not, you know, them. So. Um, I I don't know if if, if y'all be able to do a code deactivation. Um, if I am okay to ask, where uh, those people plan against me that they be broken off? They're 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 they're. I need I can ask permission for that. I don't know if y'all can help me out with that. Un- unfortunately, when it comes to people plotting against you at work, I mean, even if they can't find anything on you, they'll make up stuff. That's the humans attacking you. There's nothing I could have done it to stop it from happening to me. Even my people couldn't stop it. And I don't know what can be done to stop it. What? Oh, I've experienced that all the time. It's like people lie. They 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 get caused in distances. They're they're white fighters. They get jealous. They'll find different ways to keep their reality their reality, or they'll feel threatened by you, and then they'll create lies of what's been going on. I have to do that all the time. I call it like the psychic Mary coffin, where we have such an energy where our white light reflects their subconscious of their energy, and so it brings them up to us, so they have issues with us because it's stuff within themselves they don't want to see. And so my friends and I that are really psychic, they're like, oh, we'll get around and there's negative people around us. It's just, it's a reflection on their stuff that they're trying to hide or they don't want to deal with or they lie. And that's what you were talking about, the human beings and what they do. And and not only that, a lot of this stuff is subconsciously motivated and they're doing this stuff and they don't even know why they're doing it. And if you confront them and ask them, why are you doing this? They'll, They'll say, I don't know, because they really don't. But it's their subconscious that's motivating them. There's an old old psychological, when I used to read psychology books and everything, when I was going through my awakening process, from the time, from the age of seven to the age of 13 years old, believe it or not, um, they took, um, I read every psychology book, every physics book, every quantum chromodynamics, every relativity book, everything, trying to explain what was happening to me. Because from the age of seven, um, I, I, the dreams started, the past life dreams and everything else where I, I remembered how I got killed in my past life and everything coming here. Right. And I, I ha- had to come up with, um, I had to explain it, and that's what happened. I had started reading every book there was, and I was in a private school, and I read every book in that library. And um, th- that's where I learned some of the stuff. The subconscious mind, which is actually c- controlled by your super psyche, will determine what your conscious behavior is going to be, and you may not even know why you're doing certain things. Well, as past lives, connections, we have certain fears of past lives. We have certain energies. We have stellar memory. I did like rebirthing, where even in the womb, we get certain feelings or energies that are going on. So when I do healings on people and when I do my tone, it hits the eighth layer of your DNA where it's not linear. I will pick up past lives clearing out. I will pick up inner child. I will pick up post-traumatic. I will do healing work on people. So whatever that level of energy that comes in through, 
E needs to be released. We have triggers on smell, touch, hearing. We don't know why. And it, like I said, it's applies, it's energy that, that's going on. And that's why it's multidimensional. So the healing that we're doing are different layers or different energies of different dimensions. Where I'm, I was abused in many lifetimes, I'm still working on that. And I was talking to a friend of mine about she and I, we were cleaned one lifetime. I was the Chiba. Um, and I have a channel drawing from Suzanne that did that. Um, and it was like a lot of our lifetimes now was like enslavement, not having money, and the deeper levels that are going through that we don't even know what's triggering us or why we respond, but our different past lives are integrating with us and responding to different things, which is why you were talking about probably we don't know subconsciously why we're reacting to things. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. A lot, a lot of irrational fears, stuff like that. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's wounds. It's like we carry over wounds from other lifetimes. We carry over fears. And our yeah, like, like, memory like, remembers everything. Like walk, walking with a limp in my present lifetime, right. and I couldn't understand why. And then I remembered, and I figured, oh, I must have gotten injured in my past life in that area. And I focused on not walking with that limp in, anymore, and I no longer have the limp. And that's I guess why they talk a... about multiple personalities. It's like their their past lives are coming over layers. They're not able to filter it, so they'll have where they can see in one personality and they can't see in another one. And so we have these different layers or personalities that just are out of alignment or integrating with whatever we're going on. You feel like you're processing that one, Susan. <laughs> what? I said, you feel like you're processing what I just said. It, it puts everything together now. Oh, no. I, so, I, what do you mean? You said I'm processing what you're saying? What did what? you say? It just, it, it, it puts, it, it, for some reason, whatever I said, it just, it, it was a light bulb moment type of thing. You were starting to understand certain things at a deeper level. Well, no, I always knew that. I always know that in your past lives, you got right. different injuries and stuff, and they come over in this life. Sometimes it's a scar, some, a birthmark. Right. Sometimes it's a subconscious limp, and you don't know why you have it or something. And right. then you remember it, and, and, then, and then you recognize it, and then just consciously work on not having a limp, and then it goes away. Um. Uh, as far as hey. getting the – I don't know if she – here. If already had, I didn't know that they interviewed you. So that's a, a, a new tactic they're using. They, the DHS actually interviews the person for, as part of their security clearance background checks. Yes. I didn't know that. That's a new, new piece of information. Because I've been yes. out of the job market for a while, so I can't. And I doubt if I can ever get into it. I have to start working for myself, selling stuff like plants. And I sell cactus, orchids. You you should try again. Native plants. Um, You should try again. 
Or you she... try again. Uh, I don't I mean, know if it'll uh, work because they, they, now they, they check your Facebook accounts. They check your online activity. Oh, this is an interesting now, – now, now that you brought it up, this is a very strange fact. You know how they're always advertising on, online about do your own background check at redbenverify.com or, or clearyourname.com or whatever the kind, kind of background security check that they have? Well, it just so happens that I did one of those background checks, and, and, when, and when I did, uh, they, they, they check your social media. They, they check your social groups that you're a member of. They, they check any postings that you've You know, they do the whole background check like, like a detective trying to find out what crimes you did or something. They have, to, they have to check your social media. They check your if you have a police record. They check your credit rating and all that stuff. Well, I, I did one of my background checks. It was called Personal One or some weird background company. It was advertised on, on um, that that guy uh, Scott Anderson who do, who does the um, survival. He's got his own website, uh, uh, survival website or whatever, and he's always sending different ads and stuff. Well, I went ahead and and I, I did my background check, and they actually had on there about my experience when I stood underneath that black rectangular ship for. 45 minutes back in, in September of 1994, and they, and, and they connected me somehow with the, with that massive UFO sighting that happened at that Ayers Elementary School in Zimbabwe, South Africa. And I thought, how am I connected with those kids and, and those elementary school kids in South Africa? I've never even been out of the country. And and. <laughs> And and I found out they had mentioned the word Arquequians, and they said that I'm from Archeron, and and they had mentioned Yisaron, and I thought, oh my God, why would they put that on my background check? Well, because um, because I because that is that was a, a, a visible, verifiable event from satellites or whatever up above, and secondly. The fact that I'm connected with ET, and this is where the disclosure movement, they were going to do that disclosure. This is where all the controversy is, and that's why I would agreed to go on the radio today, is I wanted to tell everybody that the government, the CIA, and everybody is, is plotting a, this disclosure, and it's a hoax. Because they're going, to, they're going to depict us as a threat to national security, and we're not a threat to national security. And then and all the UFOs and stuff. That's when I say us. I mean the UFOs and the ones working with them. And 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 they're they're going to claim that that they don't know what the UFOs want, when in reality they know exactly what the UFOs want, but they don't want to face them because they don't want to be accountable and they don't want to be responsible for their actions. They want to be like a bunch of little kids playing with their toys and not have to answer to anybody and wreak a lot of mischief. And, and the UFOs don't want the, want the human race to destroy the planet, and they don't want the human race to test nuclear weapons. And on a spiritual level, they say every time you split an atom, you're causing reverberations through all the other dimensions in the universe, and it causes a disruption or a disturbance in the rest of the higher dimensions and the other rest of the universe because we're all in the collective one mind field, a collective psyche. Hey, Susan? Susan? What? 
Yeah. One of the things I love is like, you know, and, and, and TJ knows the Project Blue Book, but the different ETs are set up for different things. The Adromanans, which are like really the old ancient ones, they are the ones that, and it started off like after the war, like the Blue Rays, like I just turned 60. And then they got the Indigos and they have all the other stuff that's going on. But the Adromanans are the ones that literally destroy the nuclear bombs. They had a video that I saw where there were 12 different bombs, and they just popped them like little balloons. And so that's, that's what they're supposed to do. So they have different assignments for the different ETs, for the different the Arcturians are for healing. So they're, they're, they're all having it, and they're all communicating because they're all part of that Galactic Federation energy that, that's going on. And so or gun you're supposed to shoot, it doesn't shoot, or something moves, or whatever it is that's going on. I got my car teleported when I was from Colorado when I first started on this journey when I was 25, and we were dealing with a war, and I didn't know, and I just was dabbling all this stuff. <clears throat> I was driving from Colorado to California, and then all of a sudden, it was like there was a two-hour delay. All of a sudden, I saw Wyoming such and such miles. So for the two hours, my car got taken somewhere, and that's what they'll do. Or when I get in accidents, I get protected. So they do have different energies or different vibrations or different categories that they do. Hmm. Okay, well, my race was called in. We were commissioned by the Multiverse Council and the Council of One and the Orion Council to come into this universe and clean it up and stabilize it. We've already stabilized it and everything, but now we're going to eliminate the, the parasitic, negative, psychic, disembodied entities and the, and the negative ET scourge. We're going to eliminate them. And that's what we were called in here to do. And we're not even from this universe. Well, most of them are from this universe. That's why it's like I have on LinkedIn where they talk about, um, Einstein talked about it's called quantum entanglement. And I did a little bit of blog on it, and it's kind of like what I do. It's like the tones will hit up for different universes that are going on that are happening where they did a um, study where they had two different beams of energy and to see if the, the universes will respond that, that's going on. And so they're every molecule, every energy, I kind of call it the Horton hears a who energy. You know, as your frequency gets higher and higher, they hear us or the sounds or the energies that are going on, or they're coming in through me to help um, put those sounds in to help whatever it is going on. So the more I'm on the radio, the more the sounds go, the more that people can feel it, hear it, see it that's going on that helps releases that lower vibrational energy. Well, what I'm saying is we were called in, and I know, I know. Supposedly, all all the negativity is sequestered in this sector, but unfortunately, this sector has a very dense. When I say right. dense, I mean a concentrated, multiple, very rich, rich, oh, rich know, life vein, right. a life vein. I call it. And we got to eliminate the evil immediately. I mean, time is running out. I mean, that's it. And I don't mean time on the human scale. I mean time in the universe, everything. Oh, I know. Everything. 
everything is stabilized, and now we 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 can't procrastinate, pussyfoot around any longer. We got to do it now. Um, permission to ask question? Yes. Um, I it, uh, I know for a fact at my human level that the universe never harms planet. It's here to help. It's just like uh, other countries are misbehaving. They're they're dividing from that. They develop that crap. So uh, it is an insult for a human race to even go against something that is so high advanced. You probably, I know the universe shows with a big smile. Oh my God, we're giving you the 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 freedom, the free soul, free will to have your opinion. But in reality, uh, you don't understand the mechanics of, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the universe. What? What they, what, who they really are, it is not comprehensive on the human level. It's a constant battle. I don't think that permission needs to be asked. Because the universe, this is the, the Earth belongs to all the solar systems. They're friends, and I don't think Neptune and Mars wants nothing happening to to Earth, just like the Sun. I think that's my opinion. I hope I'm right. We're trying to understand this. Okay, okay. They say free will and everything. That's actually a misconception, because the more you grow into your true identity, your true self, your true, you, the more you awaken all your connections of yourself and the integrate total integrated self and expanded self mm-hmm. and self awareness and everything. The more you realize you have a chosen purpose, you have a chosen path, you have a, you have a chosen. Um, type of um, destiny or fate as determined by your identity and your nature. And so the more you evolve and grow and become awake and aware, the more you realize, yes, there's free will, but it's defined by your destiny and your fate. It's called, I call it the wiggle room, where you got a little bit of room to wiggle, the meander to go back and forth for different ventures, as long as it congeals into creating your total self. Sometimes you you can go off and get sidetracked and go off uh, uh, off of your path and everything else, but eventually circumstances will meander you back onto your real path until you end up right where you're supposed to be as determined by destiny, which is determined by your identity. So all these people, the reason that they said there was free will was because they were nymphs, N-Y-M-P-H-S, nymphs or um neophytes um they're not developed yet it's like an infant and a toddler and then once they start to walk and everything then you have to have certain milestones you got to reach you got certain levels you're supposed to do mastery levels and stuff then it no longer becomes a chance of oh i can do whatever the hell i want when i feel like it it's well i have to do this and everything i can do it this way or that way but i still have to do this see it comes down to that as far as the earth that's what we're here for. We're here to protect this earth. We're here to protect the Orion portal system and, and the fast track systems and everything throughout this universe because whoever controls the, those systems, whoever controls this planet, and whoever controls the, the, what they call the baseline harmonic biomatrix controls the very physical nature of, or the nature of physical reality. And if they control the nature of physical reality, if they're benevolent, the universe will thrive and evolve and grow like it's supposed to be. 
if they're malevolent, the universe will disintegrate and collapse in on itself, just like the other universe did on the backside of Draco. And that is as per the Arcturians. It was a book called We the Arcturians, and that's a passage I read, and I never forgot it. The way, the way that the universe works for the channeling, when, when I was on Aranum and when Abby and I were, were uh, she was a client, she ended up going in full steam, um, trans-channeling Elohim. And so for a year and a half, I got a lot of information on that because I wanted to start, like I said with you, Susan, an international group where people could support each other. They came through her. And you could feel the power, you could feel the energy, and they're the messengers that are going on. Um, one of the things that, that I talk to them about is they don't deal with religion. It, religion is man-made. What they is we test you, and if you pass the test, we give you opportunities. That's how they work. And so they will take things away from us, they will move us, they will do whatever it is, how we're responding to whatever it is that's going on. I learned a tremendous amount of, of the masters and what they work, the tones, the energy, and that's why I work with them because I, they're, Abby would say they're delegating who's going to talk, who's going to come through. And like you were talking about one time, I was doing my tones on the radio show like you were talking about free will. And I was on Block Talk and I did a 30-minute show. And I was doing my tones, and it went down to, a friend of mine said, 30 seconds. So at that point, I saw, I saw thoughts coming through, and I was talking to Elohim through Abbott. I said, well, what did you do to my radio show? And they said, oh, you have free will. I said, no, I don't. What did you do? They said certain people weren't supposed to hear it. So that's how they work. They will intervene if they feel like something's important or not important or whatever it is that's going on. So there is really no free will. That, that, that's an illusion. They test you, and if you pass the test, then they move you on to the next level. Like maybe you and I are supposed to connect. I haven't been on, on TJ's radio for a while. I got laid Me off my jaw. You know, and, and then when I saw it, because it I always scan my, my email, and it was like, go on the radio show. I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish my breakfast. I'm going to head back home. Piece of shit. Not you, not you, the TV. No, I know, I, just I know. Stood, <laughs> I just stood by the TV. What? And I just, I just stood by the TV, right? And I barely even touched the satellite box to get a piece of hair off of it. And the TV and the satellite box turns on. Well, oh. TJ says that that happens when I do my tones. It's, it's happened on her TV where it's gone off and on. So there are different sounds, like um, like I said, when I was FaceTime with a friend of mine, we were hearing like these little bleeps, you know, and and so they will come in and communicate in different ways. And as we're acknowledging certain things will appear, certain things will disappear, all of a sudden we have this guy to do certain things. What? Uh, I have to tell you, like uh, last time where uh, some people were hitting me, the computers uh, malfunctioned like several times, and, and the computer person said this never happened before. It happens. Right. It happens. Oh, that happens to me all the time. It's Somebody will get a brain fart or a brain fog. The computer will suddenly slow down, way down. Even when I call on the phone, 
true. That's just me too. It's all frequency. When we're charged up, especially for emotional, like today I was like FaceTime with a friend of mine. Like I said, she sounded like I was underwater. We were having delays. You know, it's just they'll give different messages. They'll go through these electronics. Whatever it is, it's all vibration and frequency. Then I have a question. Are they also controlling me to where I don't have any friends at all, physical friends to pal around with? Well, or the I think they're friends and, lot, they, and they blow me off. Right. Well, what happens, and this is the lesson that I've had to learn. Why, I've gotten, why I've gotten the people together is because we are alone. We're in our rooms a lot of times. And so what happens is they strip everybody away from us to get into a core, our core being. Like a couple of years ago, I had no car. I had no job. I had to go and, I, you know, go through that depression, that energy, and then the next year that's when the whole COVID thing has, so I was gliding through it. So as we get more and more of our core being of what's been going on, then, then the people that can match our frequency will, will show up. Or you and I are connected now, or TJ or Richard or whatever it is that's going on. This is what I, told, I was told what my job is. For this is connect people together. The only thing and that they told me as far as my job is I'm supposed to be going up there and fighting. The, 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 I'm on the holding pattern, but they didn't tell me, oh, you got to, they told me, don't write a book. They didn't tell me to go on the radio show, but I figured, oh, what the heck, I'll go on one more time. Right. Well, I'll say, like, I was going to go do my tones with my crystals. And they're like, no, Big Brother Borderline is watching you. Don't, don't your tones because I have a YouTube channel if you look at my tones are on Marcy Cossage you know I have or under Cosmic Cosmos my tones are frequencies a lot of people like listening to them it relaxes them it hits the serotonin part of the brain and then there's other times they were like I want to go do the tones for the sound of the earth so it's just like I go one way they tell me to go another way or I'm done with a job, I'm supposed to move on for it. And so they have discussions on where we're supposed to go or who we're supposed to connect with or not connect with or don't go to this person. Like you were talking about, um, like the radio shows. I was doing this radio show with this one person, and we were supposed to do it together. Laura Eisenhower happened to be the, the guest on the show. Oh, that's and, right. Laura Eisenhower. Yeah, that's another well, check, one. Well, check this out. So, so anyway, so this person that she's still trying to connect with me um, didn't introduce me, even though they were talking about ETs and all the other stuff that was going on. They were saying, do not say a word. Keep your mouth shut, you know. It was the last few minutes of like, okay, do a tone for her. She was speechless. She was talking through the whole thing. I tried to friend her. She didn't friend me. And she has no idea, nor do they want her to have any conception of what they do. And that's what I said. Do not talk to this person. Talk to this person. Give this person this thing. You know, that's, that's what they do. I don't know why. And then if I don't, then they stay in my mind until I do what I'm supposed to do. Well, people and as you get clear and clear, alcohol. People were complaining to me know. about it. It's just, she just, it was funny that they did not want me to talk at all. 
Yeah. Well, well it, it, on the show. Well, it, it, it's like what? me. I, I mean, I don't know how many so-called UFO experts I've called over the the decades, I should say, trying to find other right. people like myself. And I figured there was a law of nature that says where there's one, there's more. And I was trying to find others like myself that I could pal around with, and we could swap war stories and stuff and give right, each other more Right, that's what my support. friends and I do. And I was looking yeah, at that. Time, to find folks. It. All right. Okay, I'm on LinkedIn under Marcy Kostich, and I also have a, a new website. It's like beta dot um, heal dot me, and then slash Marcy Kostich or you know my books and my tones. You need but to spell Kostich for people. Uh, if, if you don't mind, Marcy K O S I C H, right? Marcy Kostich. M-A-R-C-I-K-O-S-I-C-H. Susan, where does Marcy and Melissa get in touch with you on Facebook? Uh, do you yeah, have a yes on? Hey, Marcy, can you give, give me yeah. your phone number or your cell? Yeah, I'll give it to you, but Facebook me and I'll give it to you that way. <clears throat> okay, because you're Marcy Ann McLean, M-A-C-L. E A N. Yeah. <laughs> or or look under Marcy Cossage, link me, you know, and my, my Gmail is Marcy Cossage two at gmail dot com and you can contact wait, me. That wait, wait, Marcy, can 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 you spell out your email? Yeah, M A R C I. M A R C I. Wait, wait, wait. M A R C I. Yeah, K O S I C H. Wait, wait, K O S. I C H, okay. Number two at Num- gmail.com. Wait, the pound sign number two? No, 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 just two. Oh, just the number two, not the pound sign yeah. two. Okay, number right. two at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, Marcy Cossage. Uh-huh. Marcy Cossage two at gmail.com. At gmail.com, Okay. I'll, and Yosaron, why don't you use Yosaron or something? Do you have a Gmail for people yeah, in the yeah, public? Yeah, yeah, my Gmail my my Gmail address is y s o r o n at gmail dot com. Yosaron at gmail dot com. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm supposed to hear one more tone. That was I love amazing. those tones. <laughs> they remind me of the ship. <laughs> I know. People love my tones. Well, All right. really understand each other pretty good. That's good, isn't it, Marcy, that you and Susan, because Susan's yeah. a real highbrow. Exactly. She's way up there. But she's also an old well, soul. She's been around in multiverses. So, folks, right. I'm sorry if we didn't cover a lot of topics, but. You know, we'll, if come back next Saturday, maybe the universe will supply uh, Susan and Marcy. Maybe they'll get to be yeah, friends. I'm yeah, I'm not working on the weekends anymore. I got laid off for a flight medical thing. Even though, so they just said I was done with that. So this is okay, what well, I'm doing now. 
Okay, Marcy, right, well, one Melissa, last thing. Before, yeah, before you signed off, I need to ask you, did your people say that you were supposed to connect with me today? Is that it? Yeah, they're, I'm getting it, of course. They what? We'll bring you in. I get it. I'm getting a course and connect on my Facebook because those people talk about UFOs, aliens. Um, TJ knows, Richard knows. We get in deep conversations of it. It's our normal conversation. Can do you Skype on your Facebook? Yeah, I, we FaceTime all the time. That's how we work. Do you have Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, I have I have iPhone. Because because oh, I can I, also, I can FaceTime you on your iPhone too if you right. want. Yeah, we could do that. Sounds good, Susan. So it, it, it's Let's Marcy go. Ann McLean on Facebook. I'll talk to you guys later. I'll probably pick up my son. All, All right. right. We'll see if y'all come back Saturday. I'll book them back in Saturday, folks. She had to go, uh, Susan. We've been over time, but uh, Melissa, do you want to leave? Are you going to become a public figure on radio with the Saturday group or not, Melissa? Have you decided? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I'll do that next next week. <laughs> okay, you've got time to think about it with your people. All right, so is there any way that Susan can contact you? Or you want to do a Facebook? Or you, you're not... You're still shy because this is being recorded. <laughs> so you get your um, homeland security clearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope I get it. I um, I I'm hope sure I get you it. Will. You know what's amazing? I love y'all. Yeah. I right, can. Um, I, I can I get Susan your email or or I'll listen to her boss guys again. So I will be contacting. Uh, Susan okay. is Y S O R O N. Is it okay. two or just Y S O R O N? Y. Give it to. Yeah, it's hard what? to say. Go ahead, it's Susan. Y it's Yisaron. It's it's the name of my soulmate twin soul. Yisaron at gmail dot com. Y S O R O N at gmail dot com. Gmail dot com. Get it right. Okay. Okay. And she can uh, work with you. And uh, Melissa works with angelic and probably uh, L gods, like uh, most of these people work with Elohim, Susan, but not the bad ones, the ones that have the real reality with the souls. But uh, so does uh, uh, Marcy. And then uh, they're working with some of uh, the Elohim over on the uh, ranch to help the portals fight the bad they got some bad stuff underground going on over there. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I can, I can, I can. No, I better not I'll be liable if I mention the guy's name. I can't stand him though. He says we uh, got to weaponize Mars and the Moon, and I'd like to weaponize his brain. Huh? Well, there's uh, yeah, we'll talk about this stuff more next week, then, Susan, if you want to. Uh, Melissa, you and yeah. you and Susan. Uh, if y'all want to commit, I'll go ahead and make it for next Saturday. All right. Yes, yes. Um, and, uh, and I, uh -huh. I, 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 sorry, sorry, uh, Susan. I, I speak. I, I, I've talked to Metatron and URL and Michael, Chamel, Raphael, Gabriel. 
Yeah, that's most of the ones I use too. Same thing with Marcy. And folks, I don't know, it's whatever you tune in with, Baba G, Jesus, all these masters, ascension masters. But, you know, to each his own. It's however your vibrations sound and what works for you. So if it feels good and you resonate with it, you know, that's all about the waves and resonating. But uh, do the best you can to survive. And believe it or not, we're going to talk spiritual tomorrow. Tomorrow is Ascension Center Organization's spiritual uh, science group and uh, we're metaphysical spiritualists and uh, you know sure it's science too uh, the higher science of philosophy and how we work with the ascension cosmos oracles tomorrow and the ascension church ohana i know a lot of people don't like the words but we're in the government area of the united states of america and we do what we got to do to stay legal don't we and in order to have yes. that Sunday, we have to have a piece of paper, and I signed it and paid eighty-seven fifty or eighty-eight or whatever Florida requires. So we'll meet tomorrow, and I pay the bills, and I am Teresa J. Mars, your host for today as TJ Mars EC Radio. Thank you, Susan. I think you did a good job. You met Marcy and her people. And my battery says low. And Melissa, just get you a handle on Gmail. We require most of our people to have a Gmail account because it's easier to get your photo and bio to me for entertainment. Folks, this is under oh, Thank it's you. On, under paranormal. Uh, we didn't. We were we're under paranormal. That's where all the stuff you see on TV, travel, history channel, paranormal, ghosts, and stuff today. I guess UFOs are usually under ghosts. <laughs> paranormal stuff. All right, we'll be here next week. Try to tune in tomorrow if you're spiritual and want to work with us on Sundays, girls. It's been nine years. All right, talk to y'all tomorrow. Love and light, everybody. Thank you, ladies. You did a good job. We'll talk to y'all next week.